Hello, and this is Mrs. Paranormal. It is Saturday morning, 11.48 Wisconsin time. It's in the 20s. It's windy, which brings that temperature down a little bit more. And it's beautiful sky out today, so it's very chilly. Definitely layer weather. Definitely layer weather. So, I hope everybody's doing well. You had a great week. Um, Thanksgiving? Did I talk to you guys before Thanksgiving? I don't remember now. Hmm. Well, anyways, if you did or did Thanksgiving, whatever it was. Actually, I think I did, huh? <laughs> anyways, you guys, thank you so much for my list. My po- last podcast, it's up to 84 plays so far. Thank you. And also, you know how Spotify or Anchor will do like a uh, year wrap-up for you to let you know how well you're doing? Well, per Spotify, they're telling me that I had uh, my top favorite story that people listen to the most was Pop It. And I've had approximately 671 minutes of new content this year. And my podcast is listened to in 27 countries. Do you hear that? 27 countries. Number one is US. Number two is UK. Number three is Australia. Four is Canada. And five is South Africa. How cool is that? That's really cool. Thank you for all of you guys around the world listening to me. It's crazy, right? Here I am in little old Wisconsin. There you guys are way over the pond and way over there. Very cool. As I'm reaching, you guys can't see me. I'm stretching my arm out. I'm at home because it's way too cold to sit in my truck and do a podcast. So I'm at home. Yep, it's a Saturday because I know tomorrow I won't have time to do this. I'm going to get it done today. I'm doing all right. House has been pretty quiet. No new cases coming up. I haven't done any follow-up in the basement. That's my fault. I did put the doll down there, though, just to see what's going to happen. Like, you know, it's just you just get so distracted, you know, with life and work. And uh, by the time you're done with the day, not you, but me, I don't want to do anything. My brain is just mush because I talk to a lot of people during the day, sometimes up to 50. I know, right? So if you are retired or on vacation or you're working just like me and you take that time to listen to my podcast, thank you so much, you guys. I truly appreciate it. Uh, you already know my Facebook page, but I'll say it one more time, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. And if you'd like to chat, I'm available usually on Tuesdays and Fridays on the Haunted side in his YouTube and his chat. That's where you'll find me if you guys are curious. Like I've said in the past, I'm a moderator there. So he's a, he's a really fun guy. So I know last Sunday already, my God, that was fast. I did the podcast on the theater. Let's get to the theater, right? And that was crazy. I had no idea that that many theaters had that many stories. And that one theater, I'm just escaping my brain right now. I need more Duncan. Um, it was pretty wild, right? All those cases that people have experienced and, and seen and felt. And isn't that crazy? It makes sense though, right? All the energy from the spirit that totally makes sense to me. Oh, what else is going on? Not much. Like I said, nothing too exciting. I did find some more stories that I was supposed to read last Sunday, but I ran out of time, or at least the time I allowed myself, which is about 30 minutes or so. And these, I don't think I've read. I've just looked at the titles of it. That's all I'm looking at is just the title. I haven't read anything, just the title. I'm like, well, that sounds like a good one. That sounds like a good one. So I found those, and I'll read those here in a few minutes. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to... Uh, yeah, if you guys have your own story, uh, you can email me at P-A-T-T-Y-I-N-W-I at gmail.com. In the f- subject, almost said forecast, in the subject, put podcast, please. 
There's that other podcast I listen to, Two Girls, One Ghost, and it's Sabrina and Corinne. I can't believe I forgot their names. I listened to them. Anyways, I like their, their format where it's the, the two of them just chit-chatting back and forth, and they share other um, of their followers and listeners' stories. So that's kind of what I'm looking to do. If you guys have a story you want me to share on here, feel free. If you want to be anonymous, let me know. Podcast slash anonymous, that kind of thing, okay? That's cool. Don't be afraid to share it. I'll try and do my best and not stumble on it. I don't do any any editing of this podcast. I just get the, okay, let's do it. And I find some stories, let's do it. And that's it. I don't have a checklist. I don't have a, a subject list, nothing. Just whatever comes to my mind as I'm waving at the phone. You can't see this. So got some neat little music kind of going on in the background. All right, let's get on with the story. This is a... All right, the first one is called Happy Birthday Boo. And I've read these, like I've said in the past, I apologize, but as I'm reading, I'll probably see some words of my, oh shit, I've read them before, so sorry about that. I won't even mention the read it person thing because they're so freaking weird, they're odd for me anyways to even try and figure them out. So, this reader use it, has an eerie story about sharing their home with a dead former tenant. This is this is the called the lineup, and what they do is that they put a person's story on here, but they're reading it like they're the third person, if that makes sense. So I'm not reading it from the person who posted it. I'm reading it from the person of the person of the person who posted it. <laughs> okay. Okay, so this person has an eerie story about sharing their home with a dead former tenant. Now, while they and their family were in the process of purchasing the house, the renter at the time passed away suddenly in the house from natural causes in his mid-40s or so. Soon after the family moved in, the patient, the read-it user, I gotta do that, sorry guys. The read-it user, uh, two-year-old daughter began to talk about the ghost in the house. Now, given that she was two years old, um, the, the reader user assumed that she was just impressionable. You know, that they think they see things that's not really there. So, Halloween had recently passed and she had, she'd had a Halloween book that she enjoyed looking through. The daughter... The daughter's reports of seeing a ghost continued, although she never appeared to be scared of the man that she claimed to see. Now, the reader didn't know how to feel about the so-called ghost, but just in case, they told the ghost several times that he was welcome to stay in the house or to leave, whichever would make him happier. One morning, while the read-it user and their daughter were leaving for, their, for her school, she said that it was a man's birthday and they needed to sing him happy birthday. Now, as a two-year-old, she was generally obsessed with birthdays, right? You know, all the pretty colors and candles and cake and presents and all that, right? Now, the reader user didn't think too much of it, but joined their daughter in singing happy birthday to their home, home's former tenant. Now, that evening, the reader user looked up the obituary of the man who might be haunting their home. And, of course, it was his birthday. So, she was right. Little girl, she got it. Nailed it. Very good. What's this one? Check the front door. We'll just call this one Peaches. <laughs> Peaches was an occasional babysitter of a two-year-old boy. Now, I don't know. This may sound familiar. They had been warned that the boy would sometimes see, would sometimes seem to hold a conversation with his grandpa, who had passed away before the boy was born. Given that, they were prepared to expect a few creepy things during the evening, but this went way above and beyond. 
That night, the boy pointed to an empty wall and, and simply said, Grandpa. He then giggled, or sorry, he then gripped the chair he was sitting in and began to chatter his teeth uncontrollably. Understandably freaked out, Peaches decided to put the boy to the bed, right? On the way to the upstairs, on the way to his room upstairs, they realized that the front door was for some reason unlocked. They locked it, jiggled it to confirm that it had been locked, and then went upstairs to tuck the boy in. I think I read this one, you guys. 20 minutes later, one, once the kid was asleep, they went back downstairs and saw the front door was inexplic- and it was unlocked again. <clears throat> Excuse me. They checked the house for an intruder but found no one and spent the rest of the night waiting on the edge of terror for the parents to arrive home. Needless to say, they thought twice before agreeing to sit for that family again. I think I read that one before, or one very similar to it, where the parents didn't tell them that they had a ghost or something. I don't know. Okay. Uh, just going to make sure I didn't read this one before. Just could, uh... Well, here's one called The Farmer. All right. Uh, called the farmer, sorry. Tucker was helping his three-year-old son take a bath one evening when his son asked him, Why does Grandma call Mommy? Oh, what happened? Oh, crap. There we go. Whoa, that was where Google just sort of took over. Congratulations. No. Oh, damn it. Now i got to find it again. Poo-poo. Why does that do that? This one. Jesus. Sorry, guys. Anyways... Let's back up one more time. Tucker was helping his three-year-old son take a bath one evening when his son asked him, why does mommy call, why does grandma call mommy? A private nickname, which they blipped out here, so I don't know what it was. Um, The grandma had passed away when the son was only four months old, making it highly unlikely that the son would be able to remember the, the name. Now, when they had asked where their son had heard the name, he replied, the farmer told me and explained that the farmer was his friend. At that time, they lived in a 1930s house in Pasadena. The next week, Tucker Tucker witnessed his son engaging in long conversation with an invisible farmer. At that point, he and his wife became unsettled by their son's new friend, especially when the son revealed that the farmer who would often walk out of the room when his parents entered. Eventually, in the middle of the night, they heard the son say, Grandma says that you and I can't be friends anymore. When questioned, he revealed that his grandma had said, had said not to play with the farmer ever again. Since then, the farmer hasn't made another appearance. Well, that's interesting that the grandma stepped in. Oh, very interesting. I like that one. I don't think I've read that one. Huh. Okay, here's another one. The man in the top hat. Swallows, we'll just call Swallows, and their brother were young, and they lived in an old house and witnessed something unexplainable. An unfamiliar man in a top hat walking into the living room. Decades later, Swallow shared a story with his daughter, yeah, with their daughter, when asked if they believed in ghosts. Minutes later, their phone dingled. <laughs> their phone dinged? Almost been like maybe an iPhone? I don't know. I thought it said dingled. Dinged. It was her brother who wrote, I was just talking to so-and-so about paranormal stuff. Do you remember the guy in the top hat? Okay, so that's interesting to bring up the subject. And then the brother texts him saying, hey, man, do you remember that guy in the top hat? That's kind of cool. The crying woman. Cool man has a story that is sure to keep you awake at nights. That doesn't make sense, did it? Keep you awake up at night. Whatever. 
When they were 10 or 11, they stayed up late and were struggling to fall asleep when they heard a sobbing noise. They turned around to see a seven or eight foot tall woman with matted hair and ragged clothes sobbing in the far side of the room. Eventually, the terrifying woman made eye contact before turning around and walking through the wall. Well, that was a sure scary ass story. Good God, I'm on the edge of my futon. Oh my God. Seriously, people. A picture's worth a thousand words. Tucker, a different Tucker. When Tucker was six or seven, they were attempted to sleep, attempted to sleep on their grandmother's couch when they suddenly heard a whispering. They turned around to see that a picture of their aunt was talking to them. Nope. The aunt's picture asked Tucker to get their grandpa. So they went upstairs, brought them down, and the grandpa was annoyed to not actually see the aunt in their living room, but was suddenly distracted by a noise outside. Three people were attempting to steal the grandpa's car, and they would have gotten away with it had it not been for the mysterious whispering picture for the aunt. Ooh. The little, what do you call, messages from beyond, right? The bunker from hell. All right. 22 years ago, an anonymous reader, reader who lived in Switzerland, sorry, Visited an abandoned abandoned World War II World War II bunker with some friends. The door to get into the bunker was locked, but there was a small peephole that they were able to use to look in. From the from the vantage point, they saw a strange light at the end of the corridor, behind which was a silhouette of a person, as if someone as if someone in the hallway was holding a flashlight shining on them. Just then, they felt a the huge slam on the door that they were peeping through as if somebody was banging against it from inside, and they ran. When they saw each other the next day at school, they convinced each other that some kids must have broken into the bunker somehow and played a prank on them. But when they went back later to investigate, their fears were confirmed. The door was indeed locked. There was no way anyone had been able to get in. 20 years later, when the reader returned to the same point, they still got chills. Sounds like I'm reading news stories versus ghost stories, huh? All right, next. Time after time. I don't know if I've read this one. We'll say Cascade. Well, come Paradise. Paradise still doesn't know exactly what happened when they and a friend went for a mysterious hike while they were in high school. Um, did I read this one for? The explanation they came back to, though, is time travel. The two arrived home from school at 2.45. Paradise's mom would usually get home about 3.00. Paradise's mother left Paradise's mother. Paradise left a note saying that they were going for a hike and the pair set off exploring in the woods behind their home. On the return trip, they passed through the area they hadn't seen before, where they found two they found teepees put up around a lake. Assuming somebody was living there, they switched paths and convinced and continued on their way home. But when they arrived home, it was still a few mo- it was still a few moments before three, despite how long they had been out. The two had barely talked about it since, but they both believed they had time traveled. Why? Where? How? What? Oh, because they... So they left their house. Okay, so they got... Two arrived home from school at 2.45. Mom usually gets home around 3. The two left a note. Say at 2.50. Exploring trip past area I hadn't seen before. Assumed someone lived there. Arrived home. It was only... It was still a few minutes before 3. Oh, okay. I was, okay. <laughs> I'm thrilled. All right, next up, the nighttime visitor. Reader, 
wrong, let's just say wrong, was sitting up in bed one evening watching TV facing the door of their room with the door open. They were shocked to see a white figure hovering outside the open door, moving slowly back and forth. When when wrong looked directly at it, it looked back. Wrong ran, wrong ran to get help from their brother, and they went through the house with a bat. Oh crap! Damn it, with a bat. But they were unable to find anything that could explain what they had seen. They never watched TV with their door open again. What does a white mist have to do with a freaking bat? Like a pee ee ee bat, right? Seriously? Oh, they went through the house with a bat. <laughs> I read it that way, but I was thinking that they're looking for a bat. <laughs> oh my God. The prisoner's caress. We'll just call this one Noodle. Noodle has a harrowing tale of a historical haunting. While on a guided tour of an old Australian jail. Hey, Australia, here's a story just for you. They felt a slight mysterious pressure on their neck as if someone was constricting their windpipe. They didn't think anything of it, that is, until the tour guide revealed that a man had once hung himself in the stairwell and that people often reported feeling strange, strange, feeling strangled there. Okay, all right, short but sweet. My God, there's a lot of these. The stranger's voice. While at a friend's house, junk bot fell asleep on the couch. When they woke up, they decided to leave and went to their friend's closed bedroom door to say goodbye. The response was, although it was casual, yep, sounded somewhat strange. The voice is so odd that Junkbot opened the door to the room and discovered no one was there. Uh When their friend arrived back at home, he revealed he was accustomed to hearing inexplicit voices there. Apparently, a boy had hung himself in the home and everyone who lived there since had heard voices. The story about the suicide was corroborated by the next door neighbor, by the next door neighbor's deceased boy's brother. What? <laughs> oh, you guys, they're not too bad. There's a lot of them. Jeez Louise. Oh my goodness. There's like a lot. More than 20. I was not aware of this. I'm not going to read all 20 because then you'll be a guy's like, oh my God, it's so boring. Just kidding. All right, let's do The Man at the Lake. That's not a good title title to start with. Reader user, um, Lug, let's come, Lug. Um, Reader user Lug's husband was a teen. He camped out at his friend's aunt's and uncle's place by the lake in the country. At some point during the night, he went down by the lake to to take a leak and saw a man across the lake. It it struck him as strange to see another person out there walking around that night, that night, that late. Blurp. So he said, hello, but the man didn't respond and suddenly disappeared. Lug's husband went to tell the family he was staying with. Okay, he went to tell his family that he was staying with. When she found out, the the aunt began to cry. She said she'd been seeing that man for some time, sometimes standing at the front of her bed during at night. The tension over the tensions over her seeing thing was so intense that she and her husband were headed heading for a divorce. She was incredibly relieved to hear that someone else had experienced the same phenomenon. So to reiterate, this person, Lug, saw the guy, and this is the same guy that the aunt saw in the room, but the husband didn't believe her, so they're probably gonna get divorced because he thought she's going crazy, eh? Sound good? But it's really true. The late shift. 
All right. Reader user Trudent was working night shifts as a security guard. One evening, he saw on the cameras that someone else was entering the building. He assumed it was just another security guard arriving early for their shift. But when they didn't enter the office with him, he began to worry. He searched all over the building but didn't find anyone there. When they got home, they called their manager to... Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's not me. It's the stupid website. Ugh. When they got home, they called their manager to see what the cameras had captured from around the time they managed the building. She said the camera was frozen for an hour about that time. Ooh, spirits. The, what is this one called? The running girl. Not the running man, the running girl. Now, in reader user, let's just say Anawin and their friends were in high school, they decided to spend some time ghost hunting in their small town in Illinois. They went to a local bridge where people sometimes claim they saw this, where there's like this girl of a young ghost uh, who had drowned there. They got to the bridge around 3 a.m., and first, nothing happened. Then, they heard a blood-curdling, horrifying scream. They began running back to the car, but all paused for a moment to witness something chilling. A girl running on all fours in the wood. Ooh! Man's best friend. Nope. Say goodbye. Nope. The footprint. Okay, here's one. Hmm. Let's see. Good lord, these reader nicknames are crazy, you guys. Just watch a note. Whatever. We'll just call it, um, you know. Okay. So, you know, you know, grew up in a house in an area that used to be a prairie land. Now, over the years, they and their mothers discovered numbers of arrowheads on the land. Over time... They came to realize they came to realization that the house was haunted. Often, they would hear inexplicable voices, uh, voices and footsteps echoing through the home. One day, the mom was out of town, so they invited their a friend over. They headed down down to hang out in the basement, but noticed on their way down that every poster on the home was skewed a little bit to the left. Each poster and picture on the wall, ten to fifteen. About 10 to 15 in all were slightly skewed. I like the word skewed. I don't know why. Um, anyways, the door, on the, the door on the small storage room was also open with the light turned on. Now, about that, crawled into the storage closet and called their mom to ask. Crawled into the storage closet and called to ask her mom if there was any explanation. Their mom didn't know what to say. She hadn't been in the basement for weeks before leaving for her trip. Just then... About that, looked into the storage bin and saw something they hadn't seen before. A mangle, distorted footprint in the dirt. Mwahaha. And that's it. <laughs> that's all I got. There's other ones, but I... You ever go on these, like, websites, you know, and you're searching, and then they got all these stupid pop-up ads at the bottom, and you, you don't want to hit the X because, you know, it's actually going to bring it to the link, and that's what they want, right? So if I try to use, um, if I try to, like, say, hi, uh, show reader, where it removes all those, um, those lame-ass um, commercial thingies, the ads, it only shows part of the stories, so I can't even do that. And I tell you, it's a bitch to copy and paste all of these and put in my notes and then pull up notes, and then hopefully notes will find it if I don't uh, title it right. I'll be searching forever trying to find it because I've tried to do that before in the past. It always failed. Those stories were okay. Um, I don't recognize any of them. None of them sound familiar to me whatsoever. So, you guys, 
Come on, man. If you have a story, share it. If you're afraid, that's okay. Don't worry. There's something I was going to say. Oh, I know, you guys. I was looking them also at my, um, my analytics. And the age group that are most popular are late mid-40s to late 50s. So thank you, you guys. And uh, the majority of you are all females. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate it. And you gentlemen back there, I appreciate it too. Uh, what else? Um, I think my podcast is doing doing good. It's slowly getting there. You know, it's, it's always nice to see the review numbers go up a little bit. Or my rating. Sorry, please. <laughs> my rating, not my reviews. So you guys know you can always find me on Facebook. If you're Facebook people, I am on Twitter. And damn it, I forgot it again. <laughs> I forgot it again. Ah, oh, shit. Anyways, I'm on Twitter. If you guys are Tweety people. I have uh, that account. Shoot, I can't I forgot the name. I'm sorry. Uh, what else? Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. No, that's in a private account that I have. It's locked for good purposes. Keep that locked. What else am I on? Um, yeah, I'd say Facebook and Twitter. And obviously, um, YouTube. Patios Council Investigators of the Supernatural. I have my own little channel, but I don't do much on there because I just... Like I've said before, I, I just never got around to it. never got into it. I know there's something I want to tell you guys. I totally forgot because I forgot last time too. And I can't remember what it was because silly me didn't write it down. Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. Anyways, instead of using up your time with Oz and Oh, I don't know. This podcast is about 25 minutes in length. Normally, I try to stretch it to 20, well, 30, but 25 will do. So you guys have a wonderful Saturday, a wonderful Sunday. Feel free to rate me on Spotify. I think you can ah, just do Spotify. <laughs> Excuse me, you'll see it out there. Uh, anyways, you guys, if you really want to know where you can find me, you can find me on Tuesdays and Friday nights, 7 o'clock. Actually, after 7 o'clock Wisconsin time, I apologize. On the haunted side with Patrick. You'll see me in the chat. Just chit-chat him and moderate like I mentioned before. No, I'm not trying to promote his channel, but if you guys want to sit there and chit-chat with me versus just listening to my podcast, that's an opportunity to just say, hey, Patty, you know, I guess identify yourself, say podcast or something, and then I know, oh, hey, man, how are you? And we can chat, chit-chat if you want. And that I don't really have any chatting um, uh, platforms other than that. So, all right, you guys, you know it. Wisconsin Vescares of the Supernatural, P-A-T-T-Y-I-N-W-I-A at gmail.com podcast in the subject field otherwise i probably won't open it just so y'all know all right once again have a wonderful weekend and a week and if you're out there christmas shopping already have fun have a blast enjoy all those pebbles and peoples and wherever the hell you are i know you're i know where you are remember i know where you are so everyone take care and i'll should be back next sunday back on schedule this is mrs paranormal signing off